Hey there, Stoner Jesus. I fucking hate your guts. I hope that you fall down a flight of stairs and crush both of your nuts. Yes, I do. Words can't express how much I hate you. It's fucking true. Hey there, Stoner Jesus. I hate you so much I had to write this song. I hope something horrible befalls you and that you lose your dong in a wood chipper accident. You fucking asshole piece of shit. Just die, you twit. Oh, I hope it burns when you pee. Oh, I hope your eyes fall out and you can't see. Oh, I hope your anal cavity gets leaky. Oh, I want to tie your pecker to a tree. Tie your pecker to a tree. Hey there, stoner Jesus. Have I told you how much I hate you? I hope that one of your limbs gets severed and the paramedics come too late to save you. At the graveyard, I'll take a poo. Right where they buried you. Hey there, stoner Jesus. I hope that you get HIV. From a dirty street hooker, so dirty she wouldn't even fuck me. I hope you die. I want to see the Virgin Mary cry next to the deathbed where you lie. Oh, I hope it burns when you pee. Oh, I hope your eyes fall out and you can't see. Oh, I hope your anal cavity gets leaky. Oh, I want to tie your pecker to a tree. 2,000 years is much too long. You never want to pass the bong. I'll kill you myself if there's no other way. You're always making fun of me. It hurts my feelings, can't you see? And you're always saying that I'm gay. Jesus, I can promise you that by the time that I am through, your life as you know it will be done. I wonder where I can get a gun. Hey there, stoner Jesus, you think I sing you this in jest? But I really want to punch you hard and pull your heart out through your chest. Yes, I do. Words can't describe how much I fucking hate you. Oh, the things I want to do. Hey there, Jesus, fuck you, you dirty fucking Jew. Oh, I hope it burns when you pee. Oh, I hope your eyes fall out and you can't see. Oh, I hope your anal cavity gets leaky. Oh, I want to chop off your pecker with a machete. Chop off your pecker with a machete. fucking hate you dude I really do no theme song was supposed to play what's going on there we go production value is a little off that's okay
Welcome, everybody. Here on Jesus Show Live, Chapter 7, Verse 8. We're recording live our very first episode for Odd Nation TV. See it right there. Right here. Right here. Yeah. There we go. That's better. All I do is perfect. Odd Nation TV, our debut episode. Make sure you go on your Roku and Fire TV. The Roku Fire TV devices. Search Pod Nation TV. Download the app. Free. Ton of great shows on there, including mine. Now, those of you checking me out on Pod Nation TV, thank you. A lot of great stuff for you tonight. Great interview with the Fowlish Hound from X. Also, the story of SJ. Those of you are familiar with my show. The story of Standard Jesus and how the show came to be. Also, some other awesome clips as well. That's enough with the, the theme music. We get it. I just learned today you can put background music on here on StreamYard. I don't know how long they've had that that ability, if you will, but it's it's helpful. It took a little well, a little while to kick in. I mean, I, I, this show is nothing without technical difficulties. And glitches again. Welcome everybody. Stoner Jesus four twenty at gmail.com If you want to email the show, you see right now all of my pertinent social media information. Scrolling along the bottom of the screen, go to stonerjesus.net for all the information on the show. Stonerjesus.net, your hub, if you will, your home for the Stoner Jesus show. Now part of the mighty Pod Nation TV. Welcome to the nation. Thank you. Should have had like a applause sound effect or something there, but I don't. And that's a shame. Someone's texting me. I'm doing a show. Leave me alone. Thank you. Also, much love to you.com. You see it uh, right there, right here, down here. <laughs> Talk more about that as well. All kinds of great shit. I do need to talk about a few things. First of all, the music you were hearing is the original theme music from the original Stoner Jesus show, the episode one podcast, when we started on stonerjesus.net in February of 2011. Next month, it'll be 13 years since the beginning of stonerjesus.net. Again, you'll hear all about that later when I tell you the story of SJ. We'll play a video where I tell you the story of SJ. Just so you know, you understand the awesomeness I got going on here. couple things. First, uh, don't forget about Stoner Jesus TV. Check out the pinned post at Stoner Jesus 420 on Twitter slash X, whatever it is you call it these days. Check me out on there. Three channels of the show. The first channel, channel one of the Stoner Jesus television network is nothing but Stoner Jesus show episodes all the time. Channel two is my favorite clips and interviews. Channel three is Stoner Jesus and Friends. It's the early episodes of the High New Hampshire show and of The Smokeout. Of course, if you don't know about The Smokeout, you need to check that shit out. ShellySJSmokeout.com. Join our Patreon. It's myself and Shelly Martinez. We do a show once a month. It's an interactive video show where you can come on the episode with us, stay the entire time, ask us questions, participate in what we're doing, watch what we're watching, talk about what we're talking about, smoke with us, all that good shit. Just join the Patreon. I send you the link where you can join us. And you can chill with us. You also get every episode on video, 70-plus episodes now, and get access to the Discord. 
where you can interact with myself and Shelly. You also get the free podcast on many podcast platforms. The audio is always free. ShellySJSmokeOut.com. Check out myself and Shelly Martinez, former wrestler, current model, content creator, all that good stuff. She is awesome. Come check us out. ShellySJSmokeOut.com. All of which brings me to the continuation of the show. Uh, before we get to the Fal- the Fallish Hound interview and the story of SJ and all that other stuff, play some other cool, um, cool old audio for people who have never checked out the show before. I want to thank Pod Nation TV. I want to thank all the hosts and other shows on Pod Nation TV. Make sure you check them out. A lot of uh, different stuff on the network for a variety, if you will. Cornucopia, if I may use a turn of phrase of stuff on there. Something for everybody. I'm not for everybody, honestly, but I'm for some people. And for those people, well, that's enough for me. You people are cool. That's all I need. <laughs> StaringJesus.net, as I said. Also, if you're on Facebook, if you want to join our group of hardcore fans of the show, it's uh, Disciples of Stoner Jesus. Search the group Disciples of Stoner Jesus on Facebook. Now, much love to you.com. Again, we'll talk about more about them later. I'll talk about them all throughout the show. They're our main sponsor of the show. Go check them out. You've heard all about mushrooms, the health benefits, and such. they got a ton of stuff going on. Much love to you, those of you watching on audio. Watching on audio. For those of you listening on audio, M-U-S-H-L-U-V, the number two, the letter U, dot com. Much love to you. I'm not, I'm not making fun of people with speech impediments. That's how you say it. Stenner Jesus Show Live. Now, without further ado, I did an interview earlier today with the Foulish Hound on X. And we talked about all kinds of stuff, obviously. Her history with cannabis, uh, the edibles that she makes, all that stuff. It's about a 25-minute interview. It was great. We'll play the thing, I'll play the whole thing right now in its entirety. Then we'll be back. We'll do the story of SJ and more. It's all awesome. The Stoner Jesus Show now on Pod Nation. TV. Now my interview with the Fallish Hound. Check it out. Welcome everybody. Stern Jesus Show Live. On the video chat. I don't know what to call you. I just call you Fallish. Is that is that does that work? Yes, that's what or Miss Hound. That's what people call me. Miss Hound, whatever works the best. Uh I have a little uh thing to scroll along the bottom there where you can find Fallish on Twitter slash X, whatever you call it. Thank you uh for being here and taking the time to be on the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no problem. Uh, as I mentioned to you before we start recording, you are going to be the first interview on our new platform, Pod Nation TV. Uh, so shout out to everybody watching on Pod Nation TV. Thank you for checking us out and uh, spread the word. As I often say, tweet it, you know, Facebook, share it, stop random strangers on the street, tell them about it, whatever needs to happen. If you're spending a lot of time and they say a public stall or a public restroom, maybe if you have a Sharpie with you or something sharp, you can scroll it into the stall door or the side. That would be great. Just get the word out about the show. It'll be awesome of you. Um, so we're talking a lot about cannabis today. Uh, if you follow the Fallish Hound on Twitter, slash X, whatever you want to call it, as I said, um, you know, a lot of cannabis content. You know, of course, I love cannabis. Uh, so we'll start at the beginning what were you told, because this is always usually an interesting story from people, what were you told about cannabis uh, growing up? 
Well, you know, I grew up in the dare era. So Indeed, um, as did I. <laughs> yeah, so you know how dare was, you know, it's like, oh my god. And then do you remember the commercials? Um, whenever you know, like, oh my god, this is my friend Becky, and she used to be so alive and so full of life and all this other extra stuff, and then she started and then she smoked pot, and then now look at her, and then she's like sunk in the couch. Like that's what I remember about <laughs> weed. Um, but just like everybody else, I didn't pay it no mind, and then I smoked it anyways <laughs> yeah absolutely i remember at the time you know dare i thought you know they're they're really telling me what's up and that's cool we did like a little skit i remember a little play in like sixth grade i think it was yeah um but yeah if you look at those stoners today you can trace it back especially if they're you know in a certain age group you can trace it back to being a dare graduate so <laughs> go dare go Thank dare <laughs> for helping us out. Um, so obviously from that background, from, you know, being told everything we were told in there, you got to stay away from weed. It's a gateway drug, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, when was the first time you tried cannabis and uh, how did that come about? Oh, wow. So I'm an army brat. I came to America in like 91. And then my dad, he got out in El Paso and then we moved to Oregon like a few years after he got out really a little bit fuzzy. But I smoked it for the first time when I was a freshman in high school. And um, I smoked Oregon weed because we had moved to Oregon. And uh, I just really honestly think that the West Coast has some of the best flowers, especially especially flower out of everybody. It is just the most beautiful, amazing flower ever that I've ever smoked. And I smoked for the first time in Oregon and I did knife hits. <laughs> do you remember knife hits? I did knife hits. That's how I... That's how I very first smoked cannabis is I did a knife hit with my friends and they, and I was just like, what's going on here? I walked into the kitchen and I was like, what, what, what are you guys doing? And they just had the butter knives in the burner. And I was like, this is crazy. And they were like, come on, Sue, let's, let's do it. And I was like, cool. And then I grabbed the cone or the little cut in half, uh, two liter. And then I, uh, yeah. And that's how I smoked it. And then I just, thought it was insane and I was so relaxed and and um I don't know and I just I just fell in love with it yeah, I was gonna ask you because I ask everybody this uh because it's, it's about half and half did you uh, get high the first time you smoked oh 100 percent, I did yeah oh yes so definitely um because myself I didn't and I've wow. encountered a lot of other people that question to a lot of people my in, in my case it was very weird because we smoked and I didn't really feel anything at all. But the next night, we smoked the same stuff in the same place with the same people, like the same time of day. Everything that could be replicated was replicated. And I got high as a kite. So it's always <laughs> interesting to me about people. Because about 50% of people I ask, if they got high the first time, they'll say they didn't. And it's always a, it's a weird it's a weird thing to me. And I've never been able to pinpoint why something like that would be. But it just, it just is. I don't know. It's That's weird. That's really interesting, actually. Um, if I ask you about the highest you've ever been, is there like a specific instance or, or like event that comes to mind? Yes. It's actually, um, uh, when I started smoking, I think I was probably like eight months in and then this one strain was going around, uh, Portland and only went around Portland for, oh man, like limited time. It was like one of those limited editions <laughs> and it was called, um, I think it was called like Indian red. 
um pretty sure that's the name of that strain and it was the most beautiful flowers i've ever seen like it was still to this day it was just i still talk about that strain um i threw up <laughs> i took like a knife wow. hit and then i took three bong bong rips off one of my friend's double barrel and then um yeah i got so high and that was like and i was like what is happening because i started spinning whenever i would lean back i was playing resident evil wow. on the ps um what was it on ps2 pretty sure that's when Re uh, resident evil got released there's a ps1 i don't remember but i was playing resident evil the first one and then i had leaned back and then i just started spinning and i was like what is happening and then i was like i'm not feeling very well <laughs> <laughs> I just like got up and then went to the restroom and I totally threw up and yeah, <laughs> came out and did another bong rip though. But I was just like, wow, what happened? Like, why, why am I feeling this way? But yeah, I was very, very, very up there in the clouds. Yeah. That's cool. It's almost, almost always when I ask people, when I ask people that question, it's almost always like an edibles story. There's not a lot of uh, like just the, well, there's not a lot of non-edible stories really when it comes to like the highest <laughs> people have ever been. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is so funny. Yeah, edibles can definitely do that. I have a lot of uh, our consumers. Um, we've had a few of them talk about how they, uh, yeah, they were spinning. And and I'm like, bro, yeah. you got to dose yourself. <laughs> right. It's so cute. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you've tried a lot of strains uh, in your cannabis career. Uh, do you have any favorites that stick out or is it kind of like a, you mean like go-to strains or is it kind of like one of those things where like you rotate a lot? Oh, I rotate a lot, but I love my favorite strain now is Khalifa Kush. It's not available here in Colorado. So that's probably why I don't, that's exactly why I don't consistently uh, toke on it. Um, because if it was available here, that's definitely what I would probably have all the time, like available um, so yeah. since that's not really available, I do kind of rotate around different strains. I'm very big on the indica dominant hybrids and then indicas. Um, yeah, there's a strain out here called Georgia Pie that's like probably a consistent one that I smoke because it's got a good uh, flavor profile. It's kind of got the best of both worlds, like sativa and indica, not so much like where when you smoke it, you're going to pass out. But if you needed to sleep, you could sleep. You know what I mean? But if you needed to be active, you could be active. Yeah. What about you? What's yours? Um, unfortunately, I live in a, uh, <clears throat> I like a gray area uh, of the country. Uh, where there's no, there's really nothing here. I live in Kentucky. There's no medical. There's no, there's nothing. So basically the strain I smoke the most is whatever my guy had. Um, I know there's, there's one guy I get it from. He, every time he hands it to me, he gives me a different name of something. And I think he's just making them up. I think he has a list of names in the bag. He's like, you know, this is, you know, Popeye's asshole or something like that. And it's just like, <laughs> shit. I have no idea if he's right. If what, this is a this is a bag. You literally tell me anything. I'm like, okay, well that's cool. And I go back to other people like, oh man, we're smoking Popeye's asshole. It's really cool. My guy says it's the greatest <laughs> shit. But so, but you can tell sometimes like a like a back, especially back in the old days, like something like Northern Lights or Kush or something would come through. They had like a distinct taste. It was different from everything else. And you knew, hey, this is a real strain. It actually, has a real name with real genetics behind it and all that stuff. It's not just you know, my guy 
making up some name three seconds before he hands it to me. But um, <laughs> that's pretty much I'm in. So. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Because if we talk um, about classic strains, I would say OG Kush is my favorite out of like the classic. Absolutely. If anybody was like, yeah. "Hey, if you could smoke a strain like your entire life, and it's like one of the originals, what would it be?" Mine would definitely be the Ocean Grown all day. Yeah, yeah. To this day, like if I, you can tell, it has like that's such a distinct taste. Mm -hmm. Or someone tells you, "Hey, this Kush or some kind of Kush," and you smoke, you're like, "Oh yeah, they were, they were telling the truth. They didn't make that up." <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Um, you mentioned being in Colorado. Uh, what's your impressions? Obviously, it's been legal there for quite a while. Uh, what are your impressions of the legal market? Um, it's, I gotta say, uh, it's a lot of cats don't really, I feel like just like every other legal market, it starts out with like the best intentions and then it just gets greedy after a while. Um, Colorado is very strict with their rules, especially with anybody new trying to come in. They're very strict. They they always change. Like every January, they're changing even medicinal rules. They're making it less and less the quantity that patients can have. Um, they're expensive. <laughs> Tax a lot. Uh, the taxes are insane. Um, don't really know what this money is going, <laughs> but like, yeah, they tax very hard for cannabis. Um, the flowers is kind of a search. You have to search for what you're looking for, especially if you're a person like my like myself. I am all about quality over quantity. I uh, really search for the finest like flowers and herbs and botanicals or whatever you want to call it. I network and try to find like the best stuff that's why i look for terpene profiles flavor profiles stuff like that um it's very dry the flowers are very dry out here but i gotta say concentrate wise they they run i think they have they they definitely have the best concentrates in the nation um that's their pride and joy i feel like colorado is very it really is about their concentrates to be honest and and it and it shows that's where it shows to me like um where you can see like Am I trailing off the question? <laughs> My bad. Like your impressions of like legalization and stuff in Colorado. It's, you know, it's, it's the same in a lot of different places, especially states that have had it for a while. It's a lot of, and I, people have watched this show regularly. They've heard me rant about this probably too many times at this point, but as someone who was writing about legalization in 09 and 10 and 11 and 12 on a regular basis and seeing and knowing what it could be and seeing what it's going to be because of the taxes and the regulations and the restrictions and just the minutia of politicians and bureaucrats wanting to be into every step and every little crevice of the industry and what people like when you're buying and how much you're buying, what you're buying, what you're allowed to buy. And the rules are different everywhere in every state and in, in different parts of different states at some point and sometimes. And it's just the potential that it had, the legalization has will never even come close to being reached and we're all going to be okay with it because we compare it to prohibition and because it's slightly better than prohibition, we have to accept it. But in the end, it's just a warped version of what could have been if they just, mm -hmm. even if it was just as legal as alcohol, I mean, even that I don't think is enough, but even that would be a step to where, 
you know, you can grow it at home. You can go somewhere and smoke it if you want to and buy it and smoke it. You can buy it at the store and bring it home with you if you want to. All the same rules that govern alcohol, if those could govern marijuana nationwide, at least then it would be approaching something like the potential that it has. But where we're at now, it's just, it's, it's a real shame. That was a little rant, but it's just, it's a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. Yeah, here at Oregon, it's like, <clears throat> and it's funny how all the states really are different um, with their rules and stuff. Because I know um, my friends in Oregon say that it's kind of open. You can grow as many plants as you want, from what I understand. Um, and then, or and then here, they're they're just getting stricter and stricter. And that's the thing with Polis. I think that's pretty sure that's our governor's name. I don't really pay attention to him. Um, they try to call him like the. The, the 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 cannabis governor or whatever yeah he's he's really not he portrays that he's cannabis friendly but he's definitely not at all he just keeps making they just keep making everything stricter and stricter especially for patients and i think that's pretty not okay <laughs> you know what i mean like it just yeah they definitely are getting yeah we can buy less yeah, I remember less. him and yeah i remember polis in congress and he was like one of the few that would actually stand up and talk about <clears throat> the need for medical marijuana and the need to look at this issue. But I think he gets that reputation as like a cannabis guy just because just by comparison to everyone else in Congress, who wouldn't even talk about the issue just because he mentioned it and, and mentioned some kind of support for, for medical marijuana. Now he's like the cannabis dude, but you know, it's not, it's watered down like everything else. Yes, I agree. And then Colorado apparently like legalized the sale of mushrooms and then now that's, becoming a thing out here too because uh yeah. i guess they keep pushing that back and back and uh whatever they're doing with that it's just it's all to get votes <laughs> like ultimately you talk about all this shit ultimately get everybody on your side yeah. Oh, yeah don't get me don't get me started on the political process and all that i am just i'm completely disillusioned with every aspect of everything that's going on it's just hey I can't. so i did see I that they were trying to decategorize to schedule three did they do that what happened to that i was like looking it up and i haven't seen anything yeah i don't think anything happened with that i think that it was like a recommendation to oh. the dea or something like that which of course means it's it'll disappear forever like thank you for the suggestion but you know we're going to keep it to where it has no medicinal value and we're going to arrest people for it, and it's the same level as like heroin and everything else. And we're just going to keep doing that. As I have no hope. That's, that's another thing that's disillusioned me is the any kind of prospect of any kind of federal movement. Mm -hmm. I mean, they can't even get the banking thing passed, mm -hmm. much less anything else. And they're all preoccupied with a million other things that just they just don't care. They don't. Dang, that's what I figured. No wonder, because I was looking it up and I was like, I haven't seen anything, so I figured it didn't go anywhere. Because I did see that usually when they put a recommendation in that the other party that ends up approving it will usually agree and just go ahead and do it. But I was like, whatever, man. They're talking about cannabis. They're probably going to say no and keep it as a schedule one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, have no, they have no interest. And there's nothing in it for them, really, to do mm -hmm. anything about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, some rich people to bribe them, I guess that would be like the way to go. I think that's the... So if there's any rich cannabis people out there, if you start bribing some politicians, <laughs> that would probably be a little bit in the right direction, I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm broke. So I'm what it takes. 
And then unfortunately, everybody rich is like got hands in big pharma, so they're never going to be on team cannabis. Yeah. I mean, they're making the, you know, vaccine money and crap. They're not going to be worried about what kind of money they made in cannabis. Yeah. They just don't care. There's not anybody, so they don't care. Um, before we let you go, uh, first of all, I want to let, uh, let everybody know, before we get to delusional weeds, let everybody know, like, where online you can be found. Oh, I'm on Twitter. Um, I'm at the foulish hound that's um, scrolling on the bottom. I'm also on um, IG, which is the foulish hound as well. Um, I utilize those two the most. I'm not on anything else besides those two. So yeah, you can find me there and talk to me about whatever you, you want to talk to me about, especially if it's about edibles. <laughs> then I'm all about talking about that. <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking of edibles, uh, you talk a lot about on your site about delusional wheats. So for anybody who doesn't know what that is or might be interested in it, uh, tell us what you got going on. Nice. I'm uh, one half of Delusional Eats. We are a little full spectrum infusion um, business, small business, I should say. We do get our stuff tested by a chemist for our cannabinoids and potency as well and terpene profiles and stuff like that. Um, we try to do the right thing. We aim for savory um, over like candies because most edibles are usually made with flowers. We do not use flowers. We use high terpene full spectrum concentrates for infusion. So that allows us to do a little bit more with what we can make. So we aim for savory. Um, so we have hot sauces, cooking oils, um, barbecue sauce, and then we have can of sugars. We have monk fruit um, sweetener as well for the people who cannot use sugar. We do have specialty menus as well. Like right now we have like candied apples and caramel and chocolate sauces on our menus. This is our main menu right here. This is the stuff that we have consistently. Uh, medicated honey, um, butter, of course, all that stuff. Um, we use, yeah, like I said, we use <laughs> high terpene full spectrum concentrates. Most of the terps that we do have on our stuff is like CBN, CBG, CBCs, and CBGs. Um, that's Those are the ones that we usually test for as well as CBD and then THC. Um, yeah, but yeah. That's what we use. We usually use um, the old good medicinal strains, uh, GDP. We have uh, green skunk. We utilize OG Kush a lot uh, for our infusions because those are like kind of the better for me for like the ailments that a lot of people have. Those seem to be the strains that kind of work really, really well for our consumers. And then CBNs are good for pain. It's an anti-inflammatory and anesthesia. Anesthesia analgesic i apologize cbc cbgs that we test for they're good for countering uh the negative effects of thc so if you're one of those people who utilize who use thc and you're like oh my god i'm like getting anxious whatever's going on paranoia cbg is actually really good to counter that kind of effect with thc it's actually really dope and it helps with nausea as well it's another infl uh, inflammatory as well as it relieves pain uh, CBG has also been proven to slow the prolification of cancer cells, which is really dope. <laughs> CBC is great; is a great uh, antimicrobial. Um, CBG and CBC have demonstrated anti-tumor effects against gastrointestinal cancer cells. It's been done in an unstudied and an unpublished study that was done, I think, in two thousand. 
wow, when was it done? Like 17 or something like that. They had did that study in CBG and CBC actually help with cancer. It's like, it like slows the life of it. It's really, it's really fascinating. I love all this stuff. We go on and on and we, <laughs> and we use all that. So the terpene profiles are really high because oh, really? we do use high terps. So the flavor profile, you will taste the cannabis. We do, we have, we uh, have it skilled enough to where we can actually blend it really well. That's why we use the different strains because we've learned like limonene has like a really high citrus flavor. So we just kind of know when to add, you know, certain strains to certain things that we make. So it balances the flavor out. So hope, hopefully we cover the cannabis flavor really well because we don't have any complaints about that. So I know that's like a thing for people as well. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm very awkward. <laughs> <laughs> great i you know it's as disillusioned as i am with politics and stuff it's good to know that there are people like you and there's a lot of people like you guys out there doing this like on a one-on-one -on -one basis basically i mean there's never gonna we can't we can't get it federally legalized and we can't do a lot of other things that we're restricted from doing but going out and helping people and making a product that people want and just helping people find cannabis or use cannabis one person at a time i think that's that's where the progress needs to be made and uh it's great that there's people like you out there doing it yes because we um this means a lot to me i'm a disabled vet like to give a little background um this is actually why we started doing it is because when i got out of the army i was taking you know the va like gives you so many pills because like each pill has a contraindication yeah for like another pill. So that's why you like people stack on pills because it has to, you, you have all these contraindications. So you have to take this pill to alleviate the symptoms of this pill for whatever you're trying to do. So I was taking like 10 pills. It was crazy when I first got out. And by 2013, I just felt like a, I don't know, I just wasn't feeling right. And then literally that's when we started early messing around with edibles because I, I do have asthma. So that's why I, I vape more than I do smoke botanicals, um, but I eat it more over anything. Um, but like, um, then that's really why we got started to get me off pills. And you know that I don't take any pills at all. I don't take anything. I, I really literally only use the VA. Um, I mean, not the VA, Jesus. I, I literally only utilize cannabis and that's all I use. And it's just, it's, it's remarkable. So I'm really all about telling everybody who will listen that has ailments that you do not have to be stuck in big pharma. You don't have to have big pharma doesn't have to have a grip on you because you can get free from all that stuff to where you don't need to utilize any of that stuff. I feel healthier than when I did when I first got out. Um, I can move a little better. Yes. I still have my ailments, but I mean, that's what cannabis is for. And it helps me so much, like so much. And that's literally why we got into it. And then when I learned about the full spectrum, when you get, all of everything that to get the entourage effect that balances out with your endocannabinoid system that we already have pretty much every living thing has an endocannabinoid system that's why full spectrum is just amazing especially if you have ailments because it all works in harmony like a a little circle of love <laughs> and i and i just think it's so dope cannabis is a remarkable remarkable plant Indeed. So, uh, so we spread the word. We do what we can to spread the word about cannabis. Like I said, with all the restrictions and everything in place, uh, there's still avenues available to us to 
to, to spread the word and, and get people help if they haven't found cannabis yet to get them to that point to where they do. And I've heard so many stories like yours about people who were on pharmaceuticals and they were able to just one at a time or two at a time, just eliminate those things and end up just with cannabis mm -hmm. and end up free of all, all those side effects. And it's just, it's, it's wonderful to hear. Yes. Awesome. So Phallus, <laughs> thank you again for being on the show for all the knowledge and, and everything and helping spread the word and for doing what you do. And anytime you want to come back on anything else to talk about, uh, we'll talk about more about terpenes or cannabis or anything you want to just let me know. Thank you so much. I appreciate you asking me. Um, this is really fun. <laughs> Even though I'm like, my palms are sweaty. I get nervous and stuff. I just get really <laughs> awkward, but thank you so much for um, having me on. This was great. I love, I'm so glad to meet you. I always see your awesome posts and I like everything. <laughs> and then I'm just like, I just got to meet this guy. So this is dope. I love it. Yes. I am the legend, the legend himself right here. Thank you. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> All right. Uh, you have a good night. You too. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. So there you go. That was uh, the interview with Fowlish. Go check her out. Check out Delusional Weeds. All that cool stuff. Have more good interviews coming up in the coming weeks. People inside the cannabis industry, people outside the cannabis industry, and whatnot. Just good stuff. Good stuff all around. And as I mentioned there, I am a legend, if you haven't noticed yet. Welcome to, if you're just joining us, the debut episode of the Stoner Jesus Show on Pod Nation TV. Make sure you go, if you have a Roku or a Fire TV device, go to your search Search Pod Nation TV, download the app. It's free. Check out my show, all the other great shows on Pod Nation TV. It would be dope of you if you would do that. Now, for those of you who are just seeing me for the first time here on Pod Nation TV or just seeing me the first time, period, whatever platform you're watching on, as uh, time goes on, these episodes will filter through other platforms as well, my social media and whatnot. You, um, you, you want to know more about me. Like I can tell you're looking at me like, Hey, that's an intriguing guy. I like his hat, his glasses and his, uh, weird facial hair. I want to know more. How do you come to be in this position to be stoner Jesus? Well, I can tell you the story because I still remember most of it, but I've told the story on the show before. And luckily I record these shows. So I don't have to go through it all again. I can just play you a video of me explaining the origins of the show. It's very efficient that way. That way I can just sit back for the next 10 minutes and let past Stoner Jesus tell you what you need to know. And when we come back, we'll do a couple more classic clips from the SoundCloud. And then that'll be it. The first episode will be a wrap, as the kids say. So right now, check out the story of Stoner Jesus. Gather around. Get the youngins, if you will. And gather around the TV to hear the story of SJ. This is a story I haven't told in I don't know how long, maybe a few years. I have no idea. I felt like it was getting old, so I stopped telling the story. And as I said, a shortened version of it can be found on the Stoner Jesus Through the Years page on StonerJesus.net. In any case, the character itself, Stoner Jesus, or the notion of Stoner Jesus at least, goes back about 20 years. And as you can imagine, it started from... Uh, Thoughts while stoned, I guess is the best way to put it.
myself and my best friend, Jeremy Maines, we were best friends in high school. Uh, he died in 2005, so he's been gone quite a while. That plays into the story and the timing of everything. About 1999 or so, 98, 99, we had an idea. Wouldn't it have been funny if, like, during all the Bible stuff, Jesus was high as fuck? And that's really where it started. Stoner Jesus. And my idea for the character, and about 10 feet behind me in this closet, I have a full screenplay written about 16 years ago, The High Times of Jesus Christ. It's basically that. The character of Stoner Jesus was originally going to be a movie character and a comedy movie, a Naked Gun, Monty Python-style comedy movie where Jesus was going through all the major stories of the Bible, like Raising Lazarus and Three Wise Men, etc. And, but he's stoned, and it's weed-themed, and there's a lot of it I don't even remember because I haven't seen it in many, many years. But he, uh, so it's like a Naked Gun-style movie with gags and bits and just stupid humor. For instance, one thing I do remember is the Three Wise Men became three wise guys, and there were three Italian mobsters. So that's the level of comedy that we're talking about here. But we had another idea for the Stoner Jesus Show character, myself and Joe. It was going to be called the Chronicles Network. Now, this website may still exist, tcn.4t.com. I checked it a couple years ago. It still existed. I don't know why. I don't know. It's locked in time just after 9-11-2001. Uh, you see on there it says, you know, donate to the Red Cross, fuck Bin Laden, all that stuff. So you can tell that it's frozen there. I don't, I couldn't even begin to tell you how to get back into it or, you know, what the password was or anything or what the email was. It's probably a fucking Hotmail account or some shit. There was the email. I have no idea. It was 18, now almost 19 years ago that all this went down. Anyway, our idea was this. The Chronicles Network with Joe and Joe, because my name is also Joe. So it, it worked. We were both named Joe. The Chronicles Network with Joe and Joe. And in 2001, when we created this website, we were going to do this. We are going to do online radio. We were going to do radio, but do it on the Internet. And the word podcast, and I don't, remember, I don't think it was around then. I certainly didn't know what the fuck a podcast was. It didn't exist, really. There's no, no such thing as podcasts in 2001, and for good reason. Because on a 56K dial-up modem, uploading a couple minutes of audio took many hours. Many hours. You had to devote that line to that. No phone calls, no glitches. The, one of the wires got blown too much by the wind. The whole thing had to start over. So we were never actually successful in getting audio that we recorded. And we recorded it with... Oh, it's got, I think it's right here. I think I still have it. Hold on. Bear with me. I'm rooting through a drawer. This right here. This is the actual recorder that does not work anymore because it has old tapes on it that I was hoping to play from when I was like 12, but I can't, so I have to figure out how to do that. But this recorder itself, we would do the show in this recorder, and like around the house or whatever, like some stupid shit we were high, fucking making pizzas or whatnot, just the dumbest shit imaginable getting high and drunk. We record on here and then take a little computer microphone and get a program that record on the computer and put it next to the microphone next to the... Uh, the speaker here and play it and that's how we recorded the show so it sounded like total shit but luckily for us it never got to the internet because <laughs> you notice the tcn.4t.com if it still exists there's no audio there's a lot of talk there's even a spot for one of the characters that was going to be on the show stoner jesus he's going to give advice you know be jesus but hi there's a whole fucking idea 
And this was back when I thought that I could do voices. The idea was Stoner Jesus was going to be a character, and I was going to do the character of Stoner Jesus in a distinct voice that was completely different from the voice you're hearing right now. And by, back then, like I said, I thought I could do imitations because I kind of did two shitty imitations back then, Bill Clinton and Bill Cosby. And this is back before Bill Cosby was known as a, you know, a, a quaalude rapist or whatever. He was still Bill Cosby. And Bill Clinton was Bill Clinton. He's always been Bill Clinton. <laughs> He's never, really never changed there. Not in the way that things have changed with Bill Cosby. So what the, the, the idea was, was that Bill Clinton and Bill Cosby were also going to be on the show. <laughs> I know. It was, it was 2001. Like I said, none of this shit ever made it to the internet because it was fucking impossible. Anyway, here's what you would get. Bill Clinton. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I think I used to be able to do it better, but that's about all, that, that was as good as it got. Again, I'm talking about top-notch comedic value here. And Bill Cosby was this stupid, like, uh, Oh, I got bean pop on my sweater! Ugh. It was just fucking awful. It was fucking awful. And I was going to do a voice. What voice? I don't know. First Stunner Jesus. He's going to give advice and all this other shit. Anyway, 2001, 9-11 hit. We didn't fucking feel like doing it anymore. We moved on to other aspects of our lives. That was it. Nothing for four years. Me and Joe kind of drifted apart, kept in kind of semi-contact, in and out, whatever. So in 2005, Joe dies. He was an overweight dude, had a massive heart attack. Uh, I remember the day, I saw him that day. He was just fucking pouring sweat. It was like 100 fucking degrees. And his heart gave out. So... Not long after that, around 2006, I got on MySpace because I was fucking bored. I needed, I wanted, you know, to, to try to figure out how to do something on the internet, get involved in something, just see what the hell was out there. And MySpace was new and everybody was on it, so I was like, oh, cool, I'll get on MySpace. Well, I wasn't getting on MySpace as, my, as myself because that that sucked. I don't have a Stoner Jesus logo right there. Hold on, hold on. There we go. That's better. Anyway, fucking, what it took me ten minutes to do that. <laughs> see, I'm still learning. Doing this, uh, uh, this video thing a few years. Anyway, where was I? 2005, Joe dies. 2006, I get on MySpace. I get on MySpace as Stoner Jesus. Because no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm not going to do the Chronicles Network. I'm not going to do anything else. I'm going to do Stoner Jesus. So that becomes a character. becomes semi-popular in MySpace. I had like 15,000 friends uh, before the MySpace ship sank. The Stoner Jesus Show MySpace page is still up there if you want to go check it out. These are all linked on the uh, Stoner Jesus. Through the years page on stonerjesus.net. Anyway, I get on MySpace. I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to do? I just can't be Stoner Jesus. i got to do something. Well, I thought, well, I'll do the Stoner Jesus show. I'll be Stoner Jesus, and I'll do the show from that perspective. So I started recording podcasts. I did some political stuff back then as well. Um, it was 2006. Audiostreet.net hosted audio. Last I checked, Audiostreet.net moved on to selling car stereo equipment, but back then it hosted audio. I was finally able to record something and actually upload it, and it didn't take hours. It took still, you know, like like a half hour or whatever, but I could, it was something that was manageable by 2006. The technology had caught up with getting audio onto the internet. So 2006, that's what I'm doing on MySpace. I do that 2007, 2008. Shit's going on in my life. A lot of stuff swirling. 2009 is a fucking crazy year. 2010 is a fucking crazy year. Anyway, 2009, uh, sometime in 2008, I discovered Podomatic, which I think still exists, so you can still probably go check out those shows on Podomatic. And I get on there, I start doing podcasts with a really long karaoke mic cord. <laughs> it's like a 10-foot cord hooked into the computer. That's how I recorded the show. And 2009, I discover 
Blog Talk Radio. Now, if you don't know what Blog Talk Radio is, blogtalkradio.com, I think it still exists. I think it still the, sounds pretty much the same. The audio is horrible. It sounds like you're on a phone because you are. I was able to do a show, a live radio show in 2009 on Blog Talk Radio with a cordless landline. I would hold the cordless phone. I had a little earpiece with a little mic hooked into my ear. I would plug that into the cordless phone, call the number, and I would be on the air. And people would call in. I could talk to them. It was a live show. Blog Talk Radio. I did a lot in 2009, 2010. Finally stopped around 2011 because the audio quality is just, ooh, it is, it is rough. It is shit. It is total shit. <laughs> anyway. So, I was fed up in early 2011 with Blog Talk Radio and how, how it sounded. So I wanted to record my own show. I wanted to record it with recording software, with like Audacity, I think it was. I still use Audacity nine years later. And record a show, piece it together, you know, edit, put in all this shit. I wanted to do my show the way I wanted to do it. So on February 26th, 2011, I uploaded the Stoner Jesus Show number one to what would become stonerjesus.net when I got the domain a few weeks later. And that is what we're celebrating tonight. Nine years of shows on stonerjesus.net. For the last nine years, stonerjesus.net has directed to shows and podcasts done by me. How many shows it is, I have no idea. It's like a thousand at least. Uh, we did the first 500 because I numbered those. And then I started doing like four days a week, so I just did them by date. We did that for quite a few months. And then we've been doing shows since then. That was a few years ago, so it's a lot. It's like a thousand shows. Can't find them all on stonerjesus.net. It was in other places, and I came back to Podbean and... I lost a lot of shows or on a broken hard drive that I hopefully one day I can get uh, forensics can get in there and get get a few hundred shows out of it. In any case, I do still have a lot of clips, obviously a lot of video clips from we've been doing video shows now for almost three years. And I have audio clips from old shows. I'm going to play you a clip here coming up from the very first show. There you go. It's a couple things. First of all, I just get hotter with age. I noticed that. From watching these videos. <laughs> from watching these old videos. I just get better looking with age. If I figured past me I could explain all that to you, I, just, I didn't feel like going through it again. And why should I? Like I said, when I have it on video. So there you go. New people to the show. New people finding us on Pod Nation TV. That is the story of the Sterner Jesus show. It's good shit. Play you a couple clips from the SoundCloud to get up out of here, some stuff. Again, new listeners, a bunch of new people seeing the show. Maybe you haven't seen or heard before. Trust me, as I said, I got tons of this shit. Clips, songs, bits, skits, sketches. I can go all night. You know what I'm saying? Tell your mom. Share this classic from St. Peter, Star Jesus Show Live. Chapter 7, verse 8, our debut episode on Pod Nation. TV, go download the app for free. Roku, Fire TV. Do that shit now, yo. Yeah. Time to blaze up, yo. Do the Carlton. It's not unusual for me to smell like weed. It's not unusual for my eyes to be hard to see. When I'm out and about, I'm packed with THC. It's not unusual to see me high, man, I'm so fried. It's not unusual for me to blaze some dank shit. 
It's not unusual for me to take big hits. If you should ever need someone to bake with, it's not unusual. I'm never far away. Any time of day, you'll find me in the basement, blazing it up a fucking day long. Can't remember where my purple haze went. Oh man, this booth is full of smoke. I'm so fucking baked, yo. It's not unusual for me to smoke a bowl. It's not unusual for me to choke on a bone. But if I ever find you pinch my fucking stash, it's not unusual for me to stab you in the throat. In the throat. Till you bleed and die. Whoa, whoa, don't pitch my fucking show. Good shit. Good shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> you honestly have no idea what you've been missing all these years that you have not been exposed to this show. But now, now this show can be found on over 60% of all smart televisions in the United States. Can you believe that shit? Over 100 million homes this show is now in. <laughs> it's really mind-boggling to think about. I'm trying to decide whether I want to go out with a more... Um... Now, we have time to do masturbation karaoke? Yeah. That's what we need to go out with. Masturbation karaoke. Nothing, nothing epitomizes the history of this show better than masturbation karaoke. All this stuff can be found on the SoundCloud. By the way, take one more hit from the bong. As I said, spread the word. Get your friends and family and loved ones and strangers to download the Pod Nation TV app on your Roku and Fire TV devices. The final information on the show, of course, is stonerjesus.net. Much love to you. Go check out their stuff as well. Awesome sponsor of the Stoner Jesus TV Network and the Stoner Jesus Show. Now enjoy. Many of you for the first time, and if it's been more than one time for you, I'm sorry. But this is Masturbation Karaoke. See you next week. Peace, bitches. Welcome back, everybody. Stern Jesus Show Live. I'm here, Stern Jesus, of course. It's time now for the debut of Masturbation Karaoke. St. Peter's in his little booth. Uh, thankfully, I cannot see him below his chest area. He's going to masturbate and sing Journeys. Uh, don't Stop Believing, I believe it is. We've got the track here ready. And uh, now, that, now that this is all set up, i, I got to admit, this is a really bad idea. This is a really bad idea. I don't I don't think that... Well, we got to go through with it. I mean, I fucking plug the shit out of it. It's, it's masturbation karaoke. It's a big deal for the show. So, um, oh God, I guess, uh, you know, without further ado... Uh, uh, St. Peter, let me turn your mic on here. 
And uh, I believe that you have uh, your pants off. Yeah, of course, Jesus. All right. Well, I hit it, man. Okay, here we go. Get the track. All right. Dumbass. Yeah. Ugh. All right, I'm going to start. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. This is such a bad that idea. That feels good. Oh, yeah. Here we oh, go. Such a bad idea. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. Just a small town girl. Oh, shit. Living in a lonely world. Whose idea was this again? She took the midnight train going anywhere. Such a bad idea. Let me, let me be on record. So this is awful. Just a city oh. boy. I can't watch. That's this. Born and raised in South Detroit. What's going on with your face? He took the midnight the train fuck? going in. Oh. Me. Oh, dude, that's all. Oh. Uh, what the fuck are you doing with your face, shut man? Shut up, Jesus. Oh, my. You're making this making it tough. I need to finish before the song's over. <laughs> You're talking. It's, it's making me flaccid. Shut oh, up. Oh, my God. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. A singer in a smoky oh. room. I can't look. I can't look at it. Smell of wine and cheap perfume. Oh, the, the sound is... First mile, they can't show oh. the night. It goes on my and eyes. on. And on and on and on and on. Oh. Oh. Strangers waiting. Oh. Oh, the dude, dude, I can't. The boulevard. I can't look at this. Uh, there's shadows. I think I should turn down the sound. Searching I don't know what he's done. Oh. oh my god, the sound is awful. Street lights. It's so bad. People. It's so uh, bad. Living just to find emotion. Oh my god, just look. Hiding. Oh my god, what are you doing? What? Somewhere. What the fuck is going on with your face? In the Holy shit. Uh, Holy shit. This is so bad. I am close. Shut up, Jesus. Oh my god. Shut up. You fucking talking. Killing the mood. Oh. I'm working hard to get my fill. Everybody wants a thrill. Uh, anything to roll the dice. Just one more time. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Dude, I give up. I give up. It's fucking truth, man. You win. Close. You win, Peter. Saying the God, just stop. Oh, the movie never ends. Just stop. It goes on. Oh my god. Here it comes. Oh my god. This is oh so bad. God. Oh my god. Get that off. Turn that off. Oh Jesus. Uh, oh god. He's still going. Oh my god. I don't know if he has to clean that up. Holy shit. <clears throat> I am I am mortified. Uh, uh There's like chills going down my back. Like a like a like a baby just got ran over by a semi truck. Oh my god. This this not that doesn't describe the horrificness of this scene. Don't you fucking stand up, you bastard. Do not fucking stand up. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm gonna shield my face. I'm gonna shield my face so I can get the fuck out of this. Uh, there's music and, and other shit coming up. Uh, we may be back. We may not. I, I don't know. 